0: This is Danny's Garden, the podcast about disordered eating in you. We believe there is value in being proactive, which begins with incorporating preventative measures to help you in your recovery process. We are an international virtual disordered eating program dedicated to helping everyone who struggles with disordered eating behaviors worldwide. It's time to take back your life by being proactive towards your recovery. We will join you bi-weekly to discuss disordered eating, how it presents itself, and how to embrace recovery and develop a healthier relationship with food. You can learn more about Danny's Garden at www.dannysgarden.com. That's D-A-N-I-S-G-A-R-D-E-N dot com.
1: Hello. Welcome to Danny's Garden podcast. I want to talk about something that is often like a little white rabbit in the room. The question, do I have an eating disorder? Now, this is a common question that people ask themselves. But what I want to talk about this week and going into our holiday time is do I have an eating disorder coming from a male's perspective? Now, we're always told with research, findings that eating disorders are less common in men. And the question remains, Are they, though? Are they really less common in men? Or have we gotten ourselves into a situation where men report eating disorders and eating disorder behaviors and disordered eating behaviors less often than women? Because there is a stigma out there. We try to tell ourselves, society in general, that mental health awareness is at an all-time high that we are not struggling with biases and people who think that we're different because we struggle in some way or another. But reality of it is, is whether there's a stigma or not in the world, we feel, individuals feel stigmatized. We still wonder if others will judge us. We still wonder if someone looks at us and sees that we're not overweight, do they question whether or not we really have an eating disorder? And so the question remains that we ask ourselves, do I have an eating disorder? So let's talk about it. And let's talk about it from a male's perspective. Because an eating disorder itself, in general, can have a significant negative impact on our psychological, emotional, physical health. It can upset our relationships. It can cause us to feel less conscious of other things that are going on, like medical issues we overlook and we say, it's because I haven't been eating well, or it's because I have disordered eating, because I haven't been drinking enough water. And we sometimes will ignore medical things that are going on. So when we talk about disordered eating, we'll start there. We think a lot about how we look, what size we are. We compare ourselves to others. And these thoughts and feelings can be overwhelming to females and especially males. Like we often don't think about the struggles that men have when they're internally comparing themselves to others, trying to internally compete with what they feel the rest of society believes they should look like, what the rest of society believes is healthy for a man. The prevalence of eating disorders in men, we know that to be two out of every five men will have a struggle with eating disorders or disordered eating. But I wonder does that really mean two out of every five men will report this struggle? And more men will actually struggle in silence? I think this is a new chapter for Danny's Garden, to really focus on what does it mean to struggle in silence, to be quieted in your own mind, but screaming at the same time, because no one seems to understand what you're going through. When we talk about disordered eating or eating disorders, there's a lot of things that could influence us to question what we look like how others may perceive what we look like, and to judge ourselves because of how others perceive us. In fact, when we look at the definition of body image, it's often centered around what we think someone else thinks of us, how they think, we're supposed to look and how we feel they think that we're supposed to look, but someone else's interpretation of what our natural bodies are supposed to be based on ourselves, our own lifestyle, our genetics, things that we often don't even take into consideration. So we ask ourselves, do I have an eating disorder? It's a question. Oftentimes we do intakes for individuals, males and females alike. And even at the end of the intake and we provide them an assessment, and this is what the recommendation is, I'm still met with the question, but do I have an eating disorder? Is that really what it is? Are you sure? Can I just drink more or eat more or drink less or eat less and then not be considered as having an eating disorder? The answer to that question lies within the individual who's who's asking that question, but the guidelines still remain the same. We have men who struggle with poor body image, low self-esteem, and it results in disordered eating. It results in overexercising. The men you see in the gym working for hours throughout the day to try to achieve a goal for a body image that someone else is putting on them. I'm not saying that it's not okay to to be healthy, and to go to the gym. But we have to ask ourselves, is it associated with us really wanting to be healthy? Or are we trying to create an image as a man that we feel others want to see? Men do struggle with body dissatisfaction. They struggle with having excessive body fat. They struggle with wanting to have less body fat. All of it is centered around Unhealthy thoughts and unhealthy feelings associated with their relationship with food. Their relationship from childhood. Childhood trauma associated with you have to eat everything on your plate before you have dessert. Or you just have to eat everything on your plate even though you didn't ask for that. In a time where we struggled with food insecurities and families didn't have a lot of money and still today they don't to be able to provide balanced meal to our children. So we say, whatever's in front of you, you need to eat it. And so we're saying to the kids, even at that time that grow up to be men, you don't necessarily have to honor your hunger and fullness cues because I need you to eat all this food. So as parents, we have to be mindful of what message we're sending to our, our young men and our young women. But today we're talking about our young men. What message are we sending to them about finishing every single thing on their plate, even with knowing that that's not what they asked for? That's not what their bodies are wanting. So we know a lot about eating disorders. We know about anorexia. We know about restricting those who present with anorexia. We know about bulimia, binge eating, compulsive exercise, diet pill abuse. All those are common in women, but they're also very common in men. Sometimes we look at genetics, we look at personal life experiences, look at trauma that people have had in their lives. All those things lead to negative thoughts and feelings associated with our own body image, what we feel like we're supposed to look like. So we want to get it out there and talk to men who are struggling with disordered eating thoughts or with full-blown eating disorder, that you're not alone. That there are more men like you out there that are struggling and want to work for recovery. That we want to feel better about ourselves. And we want to be able to convey who we want to be to the world and not just who we feel the world thinks we should be or what we should look like. It's time for us to use our voice to speak out, to develop a healthy relationship with food, to learn how to eat balanced meals, to be able to sit down and have conversations with your significant others about what you're struggling with, about what you feel, and doing your best to put it all into perspective. Who am I doing this for? Is it for myself because I want to be healthy? Or is it to please everyone else because I feel as though they have some idea of what I'm supposed to look like and how I'm supposed to be? It's very important that we take this opportunity in this season of our lives to be able to speak to those who are struggling with disordered eating and eating disorders and poor body image, to speak to those who are struggling with compulsively exercising, using diet pills, overeating, night eating, closet eating, binge eating, those who are restricting, those who are calorie counting, those who are using apps to count calories, those who are writing down every single food that they eat and trying their best not to go beyond a certain number of calories per day and robbing their bodies of those primary nutrients that they need in order to survive, to be healthy, to have their thoughts within their minds go in the direction that they want them to go, and to remain focused. A lot of our young men in the military struggle with body image, struggle with restricting and over-exercising, trying to meet a standard that the military has put in place. In the strictest, most unhealthiest way, they work to achieve this goal. There are many young men that are in sports in college, and they work to strive to compete and be at their highest and their best, working on their bodies to they achieve their utmost greatest physical abilities. But at the same time, they're restricting or they're overexercising, and they're getting into this pattern of disordered eating and restricting and exercising that are causing substantial psychological, physical, and emotional damage. And when the time has come for them to no longer be playing in that sport or no longer to be on active duty military, and this includes active duty military women and women in sports as well, when the time comes that are no longer doing those things, they stop for a second to breathe and they realize the toll That all the things that they've done to be something and to be like someone that was not their ideal has really taken a toll on them physically and mentally. There is a stigma as we are becoming more aware that eating disorders and disordered eating exist. There is still a stigma associated with it, one is that we most likely feel that eating disorders associated with women. That is not true. We often feel as though those with the eating disorder are usually extremely underweight, and the primary eating disorder that we put out there for them is anorexia. But there are so many other layers to eating disorder. A person could be overweight and, or underweight or any weight and still be diagnosed for any of the eating disorders depending on their behaviors associated with what they're doing in order to achieve the weight and the body size that they're trying to achieve. Another stigma that comes with understanding and knowing more about disordered eating and eating disorders is that people don't want to seek out treatment. There is this fear that they will be judged by those that know them, by those that don't. Some people fear they will be judged by the individuals that they work with, the therapeutic coaches, the therapists, the psychologists, the counselors, the mental health workers. I'm here to tell you, most everyone that you work with that help you when you're going through recovery for your eating disorder have already been where you are. People choose this profession because they want to help and because they've experienced it either individually someone close to them. So we want to start today to remove that stigma and that thought that you're going to be judged. To start to be able to put yourself first. If there's a man out there that feels he's struggling with disordered eating or an eating disorder and he wants help, seek help. Talk to your therapist or your dietitian. Get yourself a treatment team and get on the path of recovery. Sometimes we are struggling with other mental health issues, such as anxiety and depression. Sometimes anxiety makes us want to eat more, and depression makes us want to eat less. And that could lead to disordered eating behaviors. And disordered eating, if untreated, can lead to a full-blown eating disorder. So we want to be able to manage our mental health to be able to verbalize what we're thinking and how we are feeling so we can reach out to others that care about us to be able to help us. We want to no longer be silent. We want to be able to speak up and share our thoughts and feelings and to get help from people who are in place to help us and help from people who really care about us. Now, I know that it's difficult going into the holiday season and it's what we're coming up on. But now is the time. Now is no better time than any other time. Now is the time to seek help, to get help, to bring awareness to this struggle in men and women alike, to be able to ask for help so you can begin to heal from the inside. Oftentimes, people don't even realize they are struggling with an eating disorder or someone else doesn't realize they're struggling with an eating disorder until they see physical symptoms. And that's the part that gets scary, right? It's when we see the physical symptoms that the eating disorder or disordered eating has turned into a full-blown eating disorder to the point that there are now external factors. There's visual factors that we can see the person is losing weight. The skin color is changing. The nail bed is changing. They're having body aches. Their hair is falling out. And then we wonder what is going on? What is wrong? What have we missed? So we have to be very mindful. And we have to pay attention to those that we love, especially our young men in this time, because they do a lot of trying to hide it. And we do a lot of believing that it doesn't exist when it really does Men struggle with body image, just like women. Men feel insecure, just as women do. It is time. Speak up. Ask for help. Reach out to the people who you know care about you. And we have to always consider genetic factors when it comes to eating disorder and disordered eating. There's a very strong component between having a parent or a sibling that have struggled with the eating disorder, disordered eating, very strong component, very big likelihood that you could be struggling too. And it's something that we have to take in consideration. It's time to stop ignoring things that are going on with us, to speak up and talk about it, to ask questions, ask that one question, ask that, that, that little white rabbit in the room question. Do I have an eating disorder? Do I? Ask someone who who may know. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you doing the things that you are doing for you? Are you doing it because you're comparing yourself to others on social media? Are you doing it because you're trying to live up to some idea of a man that you're supposed to be or that you're supposed to be portraying? Are you eating balanced meals? Are you exercising for a normal length of time? Are you eating in the dark or at night? Are you hiding your food? Are you saying you're not eating when you are? Are you exercising for an hour in the morning then going back and exercising for another hour at night and still not eating enough in the middle of the day or during the day to compensate for excessive exercise? How are you managing the things that are going on in your life? Are you dealing with any stress or anxiety or depression that's causing you to want to overeat or undereat more than you normally do? Are you body checking? Are you looking at every part of your body and wondering how you can make it better and obsessing over that one body part? What are you doing? Ask yourself these questions and answer them. Men do struggle From poor body image, mental health, eating disorders and disordered eating, just like women do. I want all the men who may be struggling to speak up and ask for help. Now is the time. If you have a therapist or a dietitian, then work with them. If you have a family council, work with them. There are options for you. There are programs that can help you get better, that are waiting for your call, waiting for your email, waiting for you to walk into their office and let them know that you need help. Thank you for tuning in to Danny's Garden Podcast, and we look forward to speaking with you next time.
0: We are forever learning and growing using several therapeutic coaching techniques, including holistic, behavioral, and therapeutic to help you find your freedom from disordered eating. If you're still here, we want to thank you for sticking around with us to the end. We value you and your thoughts. If you have any topics associated with disordered eating you'd like to hear more about, just send us an email to admin at dannysgarden.com. You can review our website at www.dannysgarden.com. We are proud to be part of the Healer Circle for Project Heal and Platinum Sponsors for the Heartland IAEDP for 2023. Until next time, remember, you can do hard things.